Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Oh, it is a truncated, abbreviated edition of Ball Don't Lie. We ain't got a lot of time, so let's get right to it. We got Texas, Illinois, big time college basketball game happening tonight for the Jimmy V Classic. Uh, we'll get into it and break that down coming up here uh, later on in the show, but also we'll start off the show breaking down the Texas, Illinois matchup. We got Texans Tuesday coming up next segment. As a matter of fact, Texans Tuesday also can help us break down the Cowboys. Cowboys got to play the Texans coming up on Sunday. <laughs> I'm a Texans fan, so not looking forward to that at all, but uh, that's all good. We'll get into that coming up. Thursday night football added a little late night drama for everybody. Fourth quarter drama and Tom Brady did what Tom Brady always does and that's uh, find a way to win it late in clutch time. He's always clutch. We'll get into that. Odell Beckham Jr. is visiting the Cowboys. Went to the Mavs game last night. We'll see if the Cowboys can close the deal with ODB. Also so, Bijan Robinson visited the Cowboys too. What does that mean for Bijan Robinson's uh, future prospects on the 48? Because we'll talk about that. And yes, it is an all flex day in the ATX. Happy flex to everybody out there. It is time to reveal the all flex team finalists, and we'll have that coming up for you at 345 for your flex, but also at the top of the five, we'll do that before we're off air. We're off a little bit early at 530, so let's not waste any time. Let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream and the cheese. Pippin' ain't easy. But for him, it's a breeze. Mike Hardball Hards, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, brother? Top of the charts Tuesday. We got a lot to get into. There's so much to cover. And like you said, we don't got a lot of time. But let me talk about my boy that sits across from me. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. 
Legendary Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study. But he's not a fan of white condiments, but he <laughs> is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Bates. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're right. We're here for a good time, but not a long time. Already. Off at 530, but for a good reason, because uh, the number two basketball team in the country. Hello. All right. It's going to have the stage. So we're cool to get bumped by that. And a man who knows that team really well gets a front row seat. Well, he's got to pay for that seat uh, with his time because he's working. But still, he's a man that can multitask. That's why we love him on this show. He's also the Idelia now, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. He is uh, actually, we don't know what he's paid also, but he's underpaid. Uh, but he's the real MVP, my man Patrick Davis. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Ready to kick it off on a Tuesday. Yeah. Had some, some fireworks late last night. Hopefully no fireworks out. Hopefully just uh, just an old fashioned butt whoop in the night. Oh man, go on the road. But, yeah. uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, Texas. Uh, I saw the Texas women fell out of the yeah top twenty top twenty five. Yeah, Dang good. I, I know somebody's not happy. We know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> coach, you, coach yo, is having the meetings. He's having some meetings. If you listen Those real close are... right now, you can hear him yelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. I yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they, they, those ladies are getting the bit. They will be back in the top twenty five. I will sure. say, Roy Harmon, who is one of the best players in the country, yeah. was hurt for a long stretch of the Very beginning true. of the season. Yeah. So her coming back, getting back healthy, will help this team out a lot. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, so uh, obviously a lot of Texas basketball discussion. Texas, Illinois, we're going to talk about that and break it down um, and talk about you know Texas right now have their biggest road test of the season so far. Um, and it is a neutral site because it's a Jimmy V Classic, so I guess both teams technically on the road. Uh, but Texas hasn't had a test like this versus a ranked team to Illinois' 17th. Yep, ranked number 17. Yep. Uh, right now, so we'll get into that and break that down. Uh, but we are really excited about it being a all-flex day uh, on the horn right here because uh, we're going to get into that 345, but we're revealing DBs and wide receivers yep, for yep. the all-flex team, mm. our finalists for the all-flex uh, team, and also we'll do return specialists. Yes. Um, so we'll do it at 345, and we'll also do it at 5, like top of the 5 o'clock, right before we all fair, and then we'll give you a little bit of a preview for Texas, Illinois, right before you get the official pregame uh, for Texas basketball. So really excited about that. Uh, we'll also review some of the other choices, but if you want to see what has already been presented so far from the All-Flex team, just go to flxatx.com or go to hornfm.com or go to flxatx on all of your social media platforms is up there as well uh it's been great coverage so far i've been listening to it i trust me it's some it, i'm gonna give i mean i'll give you the guys that i fought for too that didn't yep, make it yep 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 all right i'm gonna give them some love too i i, I said that's like i'm giving them some love too fall for those guys got to it, it was it's a lot of good players in and it really when we had this discussion i'm glad we did we had that three hour call <laughs> <laughs> but it did realize we did realize how much talent is in the area. I mean, it's th it's thick and rich. Everybody talked about you know the the different players that they thought deserved uh, recognition. Mm -hmm. um, so we, I'm going to get recognition anyway for some of the guys who did make it. But right. we'll give you our finalists as well for the DBs. You know that's close to my heart. All right, the money makers, baby. There it uh, is. We'll do the roll call. DBs always the money makers. I've been following a lot of these guys around the area, so we're really excited about this. My man Harge, who's a quarterback, so yep, he's got to yep, know yep, the DBs yep, really yep. well. It's going to handle them wide receivers for you. Got to know them divas. Got to make sure you get them the ball or mm -hmm. else they're going to come to the huddle. I told you I was open. <laughs> I told you. You dealt with you. a lot of that even oh in high school? Oh, my goodness. Even in high school. <laughs> even in high school. Hey, man. 
I know I can beat this dude off the line. <laughs> I'm like, they, I know, but I don't have enough time. Yeah. And by the way, <laughs> they're not always open. Let me Believe assure me, you. Sometimes it's called baiting. I'm baiting him. Yeah. I, I know he think he's open. He is not open. Yeah, right? That film study on the next day when Come I'm on. like, remember when you came you said, to the huddle back open? at the three-minute mark? You see this whole play you right You see this whole thing. We barely you. got off the line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's still open. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll have some fun with it. Uh, but really proud of the All Flex team uh, and all of uh, our All Flex team as well. But uh, the All Flex finalists will, will be revealed um, coming up later on today. We'll finish the team. But go to FLXATX.com and you can actually uh, see the finalists that have been revealed thus far for quarterback, for running back, O line. Um, and I believe. Uh, actually, we did O line is considered centers. I think they did yep. long snappers and they, kickers. They did kickers and punters too. Yep. Sorry, I'm not trying to. I want to make sure I remember the kickers and the punters. We got to make sure uh, we have them. And they did line. That was another one they of did, the fights too. Yeah, they did linebackers yep, and yep. D line as well. So uh, we're just bringing it up the rear. Uh, last but not least, uh, the skill position, the truest of the skill position guys on the outside. No the doubt, the speed baby, the speed and the money makers. baby. Uh, all right, we'll come back with that at 3:45. Uh, let's get into this Texas Illinois and also. Uh, transfer portal news there is transfer portal news on the 40 acres we'll get into it and we expect a lot more the uh, portal officially opened yesterday uh, so we expect a little bit more but i believe i count 10 names total and we'll give those to you that uh, are long players that were on the roster this past season that are now either in the transfer portal or have this you know no longer on the roster for some reason can before we get into all that can i give a little bit of breaking news breaking news do the damn thing uh, the other day, Baker Mayfield was released, asked for his release by the Carolina Panthers. And we all know he started the season with the uh, Browns. Mm. Then he went to the Panthers. Man. Now he is now signed with the L.A. Rams. The Rams are not going to wow. be with Matthew Stafford. We were talking yesterday possibly about Shano, trying to mm-hmm. make a move for him, seeing if he could fall to them. But he had to go and clear waivers. Well, the claim was made, and the Rams have now picked up Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I did see that uh, my man Shano did say, um, oh, he kind of hinted that they weren't looking at Baker Mayfield seriously. Right. And I don't know why, uh, but I thought they should. Maybe they should have. But Should kick the tires at least. Uh, yeah, he said, quote, we look, this is what Shano said, quote, we look into everything. <clears throat> Um, but that would surprise me right now, and we've got to discuss. The, we've got to discuss it uh, this afternoon and stuff. I've always been a fan of his, but I feel real good about our players. Yep. Oh, we like our guys. We like our guys. Uh-oh. That's one of those. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know those. We ones. see we how like that turns guys. out, right? Nah, we like our guys. They like yeah. Purdy. They like they think Purdy. Purdy is Purdy. He's ready. What would uh, you call him? Pump fake Purdy. Pump fake Purdy, man. There they like goes. him. I yep. mean, they're not asking him to do a lot. He had four, five point four yards per attempt. Yep. basically in the last game versus the yeah. Dolphins, and, they, and they've got Josh Johnson now. They officially signed him to a one-year <laughs> right. deal. They so officially they have him. Josh Johnson on his thirty-seventh team. I think there was thirty-seven teams in the league. Officially, it's fourteen. But that is more teams than touchdown passes he's thrown this career. There it so, is. Uh, and Jacob Eason, I believe, yep. is also there. Who's I mean, he's had like ten, yeah, he's ten a, pass attempts and two interceptions. So, oh yeah. But like I said, Shano loves a bad quarterback. He's attracted to them yeah. like women are attracted to a <clears throat> holes and d bags. Like he, <laughs> he, lo- he love yeah, because w- women like projects, right? Yep, Ladies yep. love a good project. Like oh no no, he's a good man. I can give me some time. I can I change. Got it. It. That's Shano. Yep. Oh I can oh I can look. Which I get this quarterback. Even Trey Lance is a project. Yep, he's very a big true. project very true. guy. Um, even though uh, 
there were some rumors that he actually preferred Mac Jones. <clears throat> My man Sims reported that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, don't hit me up with Chris Sims' hatred on the Specs Sex line. 512 337 3776. I know what he said about the Big 12. The Big 12 it. just ain't good. Uh, right. <laughs> he played in the Big 12, and he doesn't like the Big 12. <laughs> the Big 12 wasn't kind to him. Right? <laughs> so How you can often understand does why Chris he Sims like come back to Austin, Texas? Very rare, right? No, no, no. He hasn't been back. Um, I actually hadn't been back since he played, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, he, he just doesn't come back, really. Yeah, at all. Shannon come, comes back. Yeah. Shannon loves it. So Shannon comes back. You don't know when he comes back, but he comes back and like yeah. you know hangs out, uh, have a little retreat randomly. But uh, Sims does not. We'll know it's him because of his flat bill. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll recognize Shannon <laughs> all because time. of his flat bill. All the time. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to uh, this big matchup tonight uh, between Texas and Illinois. Gentlemen, I know you guys are excited about this. First big yep. road test for Texas. I mm-hmm. uh, heard Chris Beard on the, uh, the Craig Way report talking about uh, there are certain steps, right, stages that you have to go through in a season, and this is one of those. First big road test versus Illinois uh, in the Jimmy V Classic in uh, Madison Square Garden. So it'll be, you know, you'll get to play in one of those uh, basketball meccas, a hallowed ground, if you will, uh, for basketball at any level. Um, So I think that'll be pretty cool for for all the guys maybe who haven't played there. But it's a good test because uh, Illinois – They'll have, I love this storyline, Terrence Shannon yep. is basically their, he's their best player. Um, sure. He is a senior guard who transferred from Texas Tech, played under Chris Beard. He's averaging nearly uh, 20 points per game, which is the best uh, average for his career so far. And he's hitting on nearly 49% of his uh, uh, shot attempts from the field and close to 39% of his three-point attempps. He, he is, uh, he's the force. Yep. Right, that makes it go. Uh, the great news for Texas is that Chris Beard actually knows how he thinks. He actually knows his skill set really well. And you'll probably have the most thorough scouting report possible on Illinois' best player. And I believe that Terrence Shanahan Jr., uh, uh, excuse me, Terrence Shannon Jr., believes that he understands how Chris Beard goes to oh, work. Also, true. He, well, does, he you know, knows that defense. He does definitely that's know. That's how, a great point. You know, he, he, he understands how he's going to try to take away yeah. your strengths, at, at whatever it may be. The funny thing about it is, and I got a chance to be on the conference call yesterday with Coach Beard, and I asked him the question about the defense, the perimeter defense that Texas plays and how important it is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, and this goes to what Patrick talked about against um, uh, Gonzaga, how you the best way to stop them from getting the ball inside is pressure on the basketball on the perimeter. And that's something that he talked about yesterday. And that's what they're going to have to try to do. They're going to have to play good off-the-ball defense, but more importantly, their on-the-ball defense has to be more effective. And I wanted to ask you this, Patrick, because you, you get a chance to sit close to the floor every single game. Is Tyrese Hunter really only six foot? And I say really only. I'm not. I'm five eleven. But plays me and him. But he he looks like he's longer and he plays bigger plays than bigger. that. He plays bigger. He plays bigger. I will say he will. I do not believe he is taller than six foot. This has been a question asked multiple times by different people at the game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I do not believe he's over six foot. Okay. No. Okay. Because he looks. I mean, no. Like he, he, plays, plays, he plays. He plays bigger than yeah. he does, and he's longer than he's <clears throat> definitely got arm uh, arm length longer. Yeah. Yep. Wingspan. His, his wingspan's mm-hmm. definitely bigger. But no, just I, I do not believe so. Okay. There you go. Okay. No, no, that's, well, that's, I just wanted because because I'm like, man, that's I a saw that, to him. that's and a credit I'm like, to him. 
man, I think he's bigger than yeah. that, but he's really not bigger no, than that. No, but he's got really guy. good footwork, too. Yeah. Which and he's is, bouncy, too. Like, the thing is, is normally when you get defensive stance, you drop pretty low. He doesn't drop extremely low in defensive stance, either. He's able to keep moving, so yep. he's able to stay up With a little higher. With the wingspan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so you're able to get up and stay a little bit higher crazy. on guys. Like, a, like, a, like, a, like an animal in the wild, he can get big. When yeah, he's yeah, yeah not really exactly. Big, he can play big. When you're not as tall as some other people in basketball. I'm a 5'8 corner, so I know this. Yeah, you had to play big, man. You have to basically learn, because like they'll treat you defensive stance normally, and they're like, get down in your stance, and you're like, I can't get down. You just throw the ball in my head if I get down. Right. He's six five. I'm I'm five eleven. He's gonna <laughs> throw it over my. So it's like I can't get down. Get down. Yeah. The difference was for me. I can't move. <laughs> so <laughs> so I had to get down to get a, to get around him. But yeah. But no. But Tyrese Hunter can move laterally very yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. he's able to not necessarily have to get down all the way in defensive stance, That's which helps point. him be a little bit bigger when you get on the court and you have a defender who's also going to be bending down because you got to protect the ball because he'll pick your pocket. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's a great point. And this is the same type point. of team that Texas wants to be as well, a defensive-minded team. Brad Underwood, they both are. He is, he's one of the best coaches out there. I remember mm-hmm. him when he was at Stephen F. Austin uh, back in the day during recruiting and, and some of the tournaments I used to go to coaching AAU. I used to see him all the time. And the way that they practice that defense – and the intensity that they play with, that's something to pay attention to. They got Matthew Mayer, who was at uh, Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. And yeah. Westlake. Defensive Westlake guy, too. Westlake yeah. guy, yeah. too. No, so. he, gets it. he just wanted to tangle it up with Brock Cunningham one more time. One more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, hadn't got, he hadn't gotten going offensively, but defensively, yeah, yeah. he's still a problem. Yeah, he's so and he can still rebound. He's 6'9". He's 6'9". He's yeah. 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 No, it's, he's another, but he is. He's a guy like, like Brock Cunningham of if mm-hmm. there's a ball on the ground. Junkyard dog. Yeah. Yep. I, I was it. I think in the game against Texas, I know a game with Baylor last year. He ended up breaking a tooth or knocking a tooth out. Ran to the locker room and was back on the bench within like a minute. You're like, man, that is come on. That's that special is- to have a mouth problem like that. Just be like, nah, I'll just bleed through it. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my. I'm gonna go get my mouthpiece this but, time. I'll be back. But not only that, yeah, the lack of vanity too. Is he's like, yeah, I don't get yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Let me I'm trying to hoop. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, it's all good. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to yeah. hoop. No, I love that. Um, yeah. But Illinois, the, the thing, the thing that makes them dangerous, and you guys just named a few reasons why they're dangerous. Uh, they they're so inconsistent. They got really high highs and really low lows yep. this season. Yep. Um, defeated UCLA uh, in November. Lost in Virginia. Um, beat Syracuse. I mean, pummeled Syracuse. Um, and but then lost to Maryland in their yep. uh, conference opener. They just had really high. They're just really inconsistent right now. But they, yeah. I mean, they put it together. I mean, they 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 can no, really th- be a this dangerous is, team. This is going to be a huge test for Texas for a couple reasons. One, this is the best defensive team and most physical team they have played this season. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a team that we saw even in the Creighton game. There were stretches where they weren't scoring well. You cannot get in a six to eight minute stretch of one or two baskets. And this is a type of team that can put you into that stretch if you're not shooting well. Two. They played one road game. That road game, they were the home team at. Right. Mm-hmm. And it right. was in Texas. The, the fans were all Texas fans when they were playing Northern. And they were playing Northern Arizona. And in that game, in the second half, they didn't get up for it and did not play well offensively in the second half of that game. Yeah. So the question is going to be, can you play a full 40 minutes? Can you go into the half and come out of the half? Does it, what I say is Chris Beer will tell you, the, the most important eight minutes he'll talk about is going into the half and coming out of the half. Because yep. that is setting the tone of what they're going to be worried about in the locker room. And mm-hmm. if you can come back out and break every adjustment they just made in four yep. minutes, 
then that team is going to be lost, and it makes it a lot easier for the second half. So those eight minutes are going to be big. But if they can respond in that second half and not have scoring droughts, that'll say a lot about this team going forward. Yeah. And another part of this game that we're going to need to pay attention to is the same thing that you and I have talked about for quite some time. On the Texas side, we talk about forcing turnovers and how you create momentum mm-hmm. off the turnovers. Well, they do the exact same thing. They force 17.9 turnovers per game, ranking them second in the Big Ten and 31st in the NCAA. So you got to remember, they, they score 20 points off of turnovers too. Mm-hmm. So they are just like Texas in the fact that they want you to turn it over so they can create instant offense. Because if you turn it over and they can score, that's what the game's going to come down to. That's why I believe that the line is two and a half. Two and a half. Because both teams have defensive, that type of the defensive They're defensive-oriented teams. teams. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I would say that Illinois is pushing the pace. Yep. Uh, they're 24th in pace. I mean, and this is – Obviously, it's kind of a switch, a flip from where they were last season and in seasons past. They're pushing the pace a little bit, and so that'll be a test for Texas as well. This is a team that wants to get out in transition as much as possible, and like you said, they yeah. would love you know live ball turnovers so for they sure. can get out and run. Yeah, uh, this is their, it's an impressive Illinois team. They got two losses on the season, but I mean that's they went to slouches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They but, didn't, exactly. They didn't get beat by teams been, that aren't very good. They've been battle-tested already. Yeah. And this yeah. is another one, too, of a, you got to hit your free throws in this game. There is a good chance that a point of this game it will get into a little bit chippy just because it is two physical teams that want, you know, mm-hmm. you're fighting for every spot on that court. And Illinois needs this win. They're going to be desperate. They do. Yeah. They're going to well, be no, desperate. I mean, Texas, Texas undefeated. They, they're desperate right now. Yeah. No, no but I'm just saying, like, you're going to get it. And you know, no. Terrence Shannon and, and Matthew Meyer, they're coming with something. They yeah. know this Texas team. Yeah. They know Chris Beard. Yep. They want to win. Yep. So there is some guys with some personal stuff, and there, there's it'll get chippy at a point, most likely. And it's just, all right, man, hit your free throws. Don't get in too much foul trouble. You know, if you you got to play smart at points, but you know that I think they can do that because it's not one thing where you know when we talk about Gonzaga. It's like, oh no, these guys know how to take it at you, and you're going to get you in foul trouble. They won't be in foul trouble. Yeah, Illinois is going to have the exact same problem as Texas. Good point. That you're you're both going to be chippy. You're going to see it on one end, and then come back down the other, and the refs will just call fouls on both sides. Back, like, guys, calm it down. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we just calm it down. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're both. It's a road game. Y'all both feel like you got to fight for it. I get it, but we'll yeah. calm it down. Yeah. So we can see that. So hit your free throws, which has been a problem with Texas in years past. They've been okay this season, but haven't really got to line a bunch either. But if you can hit your free throws, big in a game like this. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing too. Both teams average eighty points per game. Both of them do, and they're only giving up. Illinois is only giving up sixty. And Texas is giving up 55. I, I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. The margin for error in this matchup, it seems they just match up really yeah. well with yep. Texas in a lot of ways because there's so many similarities. Um, so I agree with Patrick. Those small things like hitting your free throws. Uh, one of the things I, I think Texas might have the advantage, and and maybe they don't. I mean, depending on how Illinois, how deep they are. Texas has been really deep this year. Yep. And even that in their depth. big matchups <clears throat> versus Creighton and the Zags, they got a chance to see that depth. I mean, they. We'll see in this matchup on the road, different environment, if that's something Chris Beard decides to utilize in this matchup. I don't know matchup-wise if it's you know something that he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, like a guy like Arturo Morris. That's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. You're curious to see how he plays today. Uh, he is a offensive spark plug, but can he f- show up on the defensive end, and can he not get frustrated if they start trying to really play him and you know on fighting through screens yeah. and pushing on him? So those type of things, it's just as a young guy like Morris, you want to see him progress. 
just curious to watch him play tonight. Yeah, and I, and Texas has been in their big matchups, feeding off the crowd because they play at home. That's a big part of you know Beard's yep. culture, mm-hmm. and we love that. Uh, they're not going to really have that. I don't mean, Longhorn fans travel, but I don't know how that'll work on the road in the Jimmy V Classic at Madison Square Garden either. So yep. it'll have to be a team that kind of builds their own momentum. And let's put it this way: if, they, if anyone's there and they're not a Texas fan, they're not a fan of Texas. Right? Like, yeah. They're all rooting for exactly. Illinois. I agree. Nobody, exactly. nobody's like hating Illinois. <laughs> just to <laughs> randomly hate Illinois. People, a lot of people hate Texas just to nah. hate Texas. You'll see. Yeah. The, yeah, a lot more, you'll be more horns down, maybe the yes. horns up potentially. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And all don't right. forget to three point percentages. We know what Texas has had their ups and downs. Illinois makes nine three pointers per game, almost ten three pointers a game. But I'd always credit it to that perimeter defense that Texas good. plays. They're going to put pressure on their guys, and they won't have that many open looks. Yeah. No, you're right about that. That's a good point too. Uh, the three point. Uh, if Texas, if Texas is on from three point range, Ooh, it can be. It, it can be beautiful. As I said, they could actually yeah. separate from Illinois. Right. Uh, but we don't know. We're not right now. Based on the sample size, very small. That's not likely to happen. Not very true. <laughs> very Especially true. Versus a defensive team like Illinois. Very um, true. All right. So we'll come back. We'll talk more about that coming up in the five o'clock. We got a Texans Tuesday. I know, but Texans Tuesday actually turns into a little bit of a Cowboys preview <laughs> too because they play the Cowboys coming up. So we'll get into that and also. Also review the Thursday night football matchup last night. The Bucks beating the Saints. They're division winners, and they're five. They're, right now, they're the division leader, I should say, mm-hmm. um, and they are at five hundred. Uh, so <laughs> that's how the uh, the NFC South is working out. So we'll get into that coming up on the other side, right here on Ball Don't Lie on one hundred four the Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a uh, top of the charts Tuesday. We played jams that reached the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. And uh, it's very eclectic. And I always appreciate Patrick's efforts uh, to broaden our horizons on a top of the charts Tuesday. Uh, it is also a Texans Tuesday. Um, <laughs> and, I mean... <laughs> The Texans. I'm not laughing at the Texans. No. I'm just laughing at their situation. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they have to play the Cowboys, and it, I gotta tell you, it, they are. In, this is a bad time to be playing arguably the best, the second best defense in the league. I'll say the, the San Francisco 49ers are the best defense. Mm-hmm. So we'll call them the second best defense in the league. It's a bad time, gentlemen, to be playing the second best defense in the league, and that's what they got to do. I went over these stats yesterday, but it's a Texans Tuesday. Brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light, so shout out uh, to our good friends over at Bud Light. But um, I got to give this stat because it just shows you how the destitute the Texans <laughs> are mm-hmm. right now. Um, the last three games 
they've scored 39 points and allowed 35 points off of just interception returns for touchdowns, fumble recoveries for touchdowns, and kick returns for touchdowns. Yeah. They've allowed three defensive touchdowns in each of the last three games. And the Cowboys have a knack for forcing turnovers and for actually scoring off of those turnovers. Hello. Last year they led the NFL uh, scoring non-offensive touchdowns, and this year they got a couple already too. Probably more than a couple. They probably got a few if I tracked it back. Off the top of my head, I can think of two of them. Got one this past weekend. Um, Guys, what are the chances of uh, the Cowboys uh, bludgeoning the Texans and covering the number, which I believe at this time is 17. Okay. 17. 17. And I think because of the fact that the Cowboys scored 33 points in the fourth quarter and some of that on the defensive side of the ball, I, I loved your little stat right there where you're talking about Dude. how many they scored opposed to who they've given it up to on the defensive side of the ball. So the key, if you're playing fantasy football and you're looking for a defense, who's ever playing the Texans, you're going to get a lot of points. That's a great take. And it's, it's a great, <laughs> if that's you're a, that's playing a great Texans, fantasy your advice. Your defense is right going now. to make some yes. plays. Listen to Harch. Yeah. Listen to Harch. Because it is, it, right. it, is, it is definitely one of those things where it's really embarrassing to think. Oh, no, last, last week, uh, Kyle Allen's QBR was three. What? Three. Hold up. What? Say that again. Kyle Allen's QBR was three. Is that real? Are I, you serious? I'm looking right at it right now. His QBR I mean, was three. Can, I mean, I can't even like legally date you his QBR. You can't do nothing. His, his QBR cannot uh, walk on its own. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're you, you still trying to be the Similac. He's an infant. <laughs> the QBR yeah. is still counting in months. Yes. <laughs> that is crazy. I cannot believe that. And let's put it in perspective. Deshaun wow. Watson's oh, man. was 28.5. Well, at least it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> legal for nothing. <laughs> it's a young professional, potentially. It's just unbelievable <laughs> to watch what the, wow. what is happening to That's the Houston Texans. Mind-blowing. I mean, we all understand what the tanking is all about. We get that. But you can't just be that bad. These no. are professionals. They are in You it. are getting paid money to go out there every single week. And this is what is showing up. I understand. Tank. But make it competitive. No, but be disciplined. Right. Be, it's, the, it's the thing of, yeah. I don't care. You could, you could be really bad at football, and you can still be disciplined and not have the Agreed. mistakes they're having. Agreed. You can have it to where Brandon Cooks has basically told the team, I'm going to not try for the rest of the season. Hey, man, if he throws a ball and it's five feet away from me, I ain't going for it. And if it's picked, I ain't tackling the guy either. Right. That's basically like, what it's happening. And that, that yeah. feels like the team is like, man, you want, you want me to tackle him on offense? You're like, yeah, we're throwing a lot of picks, man. They are. You're going yeah. to need to we tackle need some him. help. But, yeah, they just – that, the special teams, like this could be – a Cavante Turpin might get in the end zone in this one. No, you're right about that. No, they're, they're special bad. teams, and, that's right. And honestly, the defense is the best phase of the yeah, of the Texans. Because it's Lovey's thing. Because they're, they're, like, they're like a middle-of-the-road pass defense. They're the worst rush defense in the league. Middle-of-the-road pass defense, mostly because people decide, you know what, I'm going to work smarter, not harder. Right. How the hell am I going to throw it against the Texans when they can't stop the run? Yeah. That's part of the reason. Because Jalen Petrie's all right. Stingley's exactly. really good. Yeah. They have yeah. some t- talent in, the, in that secondary. Jalen Petrie, I'll just give it, since we're talking, let's talk about something good for the Texans. Uh, he did have... 16 tackles 
in the last game for the Texans <laughs> and had an interception. because nobody else was playing. I agree. <laughs> but you talk about a rookie. Yeah, he's with, balling. With, it would, and he's this is a guy actually that was – he was actually leading the NFL in missed tackles at one point early on in the season. Um, so this is a guy that's getting better. He does have an interception. He had an interception versus Cleveland, three interceptions now on the year. Uh, second rookie in Texans history to have 15-plus tackles in a game. So – that that was a that's a great pick for the Texans yeah. right there. I believe uh, that te- I believe that interception was in the end zone. Yeah, so it was. basically stealing points off the board too. Yeah. Yes. So check yeah. this out. Remember what I just said about getting the defense that's playing against them. Cleveland's defense scored me thirty one points last week. That came uh, in from a texter. No, no hard. That was a great yeah. fantasy advice you I mean, just gave. You're, you're yeah. in the playoffs say it, now. But you're you're, you're in the playoffs now. Yeah, hey, I, I tell you the fantasy advice. Whoever is playing the Texans, put them in your fantasy lineup. <laughs> yes. I don't care who they are. Put them in. This exactly. team is bad. Is, doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's again, it's undisciplined. Yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's the talent is there. There's more talent there than they're playing. Well, because you know that early in the season they were competing yes. down to oh, the fourth yeah. quarter. They, they got were ties. They were losing games, but yeah. exactly. But then teams were separating because they just don't have a a really deep roster. Uh, but like Patrick said, you can tell it, it's obvious guys have checked out. Yeah, guys are checking out. They, this, these are this is just lack of focus in some of this. Now, yes, they are a bad team. They're not very talented. But a lot of this is lack of focus and lack of discipline, as Patrick said too. Uh, here's another stat for you that I gave yesterday. But you know, it's a Texans Tuesday. Uh, Cleveland when they played the Texans, they were the they had, they scored 27 points, which were the fourth most in NFL history. Uh, sorry, in Super Bowl, in Super Bowl era. So not yep, even yep, Super yep. Bowl era. Uh, the most by a team in the Super Bowl era uh, for a team without scoring an offensive touchdown. Yeah. So so let me ask you this. And, and we start looking at this organization as a whole from top to bottom. And I, I want to give Patrick credit because he brought this up a little bit yesterday. I'm disappointed in what Pep Hamilton has brought to this team. Now, is it because he doesn't have the pieces? Is it because, you know, you're you're playing with the with two backup quarterbacks essentially when you got Davis Mills, who we all think is not the franchise guy, and now he's not even playing, and you got Kyle Allen who hasn't been playing, hasn't been practicing, and now he's being thrown. Got a QBR into a, of three in the last got game. Got a QBR of three and has not moved the team at yeah. all. And then you got Damian Pierce, who we've all understood. They have good pieces on the offensive line. You know, Larry McTunsil's done well. Kenyon Green, mm-hmm. is, he's learning on the job as well. But is this something that Pep Hamilton has kind of huh, – I've kind of exhausted himself because well, I thought he was going to be a great offensive coordinator. I think the uh, concepts were more creative early on in the season. I'm not. I don't think he's checked out, but I think the players, uh, the, the depletion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, you know, Davis Mills got worse and regressed. That's also on him. A lo- uh, part of that is on him. Yep. Brandon Cooks has checked out on you. Uh, Damian Pierce hit his rookie wall. Looks like. I mean, just so many of your the very few pieces you had to work yeah. with on offense. They just have not been able to be sustainable. No, right? and I think like and that's a big part. If of you it. look at this team, especially on the offensive end, who is a leader on this offense? Oh, you were hoping right Brandon, now it's your offensive line. You got no, Tunsil and like Tyler. But no, but I'm like saying Howard. like in that locker room, who is who is getting on top oh, of people? Oh, and that's the thing is, well, I, my guess would have been it would have been Brandon Cooks, and yeah. if he's checked out, who's doing it? 
Yeah. I mean, it can't be Davis Mills. Honestly, He's the should, backup quarterback. It still is, should be on the O-line. It should be Tunsil. The O-line and the D-line are really where your yeah. vets are. Because remember, you brought in like Hughes. Yeah. Remember Jerry? Yeah. 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 A lot of those That's why he guys. was tearing up stuff on the sideline. Yeah. The other day. And, so and, and I ain't blaming sides. this defense because yeah. the defense yeah. is still playing. They t- Not special the, teams isn't. Yeah, the de- I'd say the defense actually, like I said, they play hard. Their, yeah. their rush defense is terrible, but they play hard. They force turnovers. So... I mean, they, the Texans at this point are it, they're disappointing because the culture. I thought the culture of it was actually building in the right direction and on the right path. It is not clearly at all. Uh, <laughs> at all, it's not at all. At all, it, it, it's not at all. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, all right. Real quick uh, before we, because I want to get to uh, our our flex segment coming up next. Real quick, the Bucks came up with a very improbable win over the Saints, and they lead the division right now uh, 6-6. How about this? Brady coming up clutch again. So the Bucks were trailing 16-3 to with five and a half minutes remaining in the game, and he scored two touchdown drives in the last five minutes. I mean – to that's, win the that's game. off. That's that's awful football by the Saints to even give it him that situation. Awful, but and then you saw what uh, Mark Ingram coming up short, out of bounds, and not getting the first down Crazy. to continue to run the clock. But yeah, Brady came back and did so what clutch. he does. But the thing about it was he was absolutely he was horrendous. Yes, he was. I'm like, what is he? And every time he comes to the sideline yelling at everybody, rah, rah, I'm like, dude, you are throwing picks. It's called projecting. <laughs> you are. He's, he's projecting his feelings onto other people. Yes. Somebody sent out a tweet last night. It was like, man, all he needed to do was get rid of Giselle because he's 3-1 and one and had two game-winning drives since the divorce. They lead the division. Yes. How about this? I love They're, this stat. And they just got to 500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love this stat, though, about Tom Brady. This is prior to this season, but it just shows you how clutch he is. So how about this? Stats uh, from 90, 1999 to 2021, Tom Brady 11-44. When trailing by by ten plus points in the final twelve minutes of regulation, yeah, basically he has a twenty percent winning percentage when when trailing by double digits in the final twelve minutes. The rest of the NFL in that time span, one sixty six and three thousand nine hundred and twenty one four percent winning percentage. That's why he's the goat. He's winning one out of every five games where he trails mm-hmm. by ten plus points in the last twelve minutes. The rest of the NFL. Four percent. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So his clutch unbelievable. gene is, he, he, is out of this world. And you're watching him, and he doesn't even – he's so mad the entire time on the sideline. He was – I Hello. know he was ready to fight Todd Bowles when he wanted to go for it on fourth down, and Todd Bowles was like, <laughs> we're punting. And he goes up, and then at the he's end like, – I'm Jackie Moon. Yes, right. Fight. I got this. I got <laughs> this. They, they get the ball back, and after the game – uh, Lisa Salters asked him, uh, you look like you were a little upset. Todd did what he needed to do. Did, he, he did what he needed to look, do. We got I'm, the win. I'm happy that Tom Br- I, I'm glad they're going to win this division. because, Guys, we want to see him in the playoffs. Don't I don't want to see him as a Cowboy fan because that's who hey, you're lining I'm up sorry. to play. As a football a, fan, a home I want to see the GOAT. And I'm going to make a Black Stradamus prediction. He's going to the 49ers next season. It's done. With the 49ers quarterback issues right now, because Jimmy G's hurt and are going to be a free agent. And he said he wanted to play one more year. You know, and he a lot of people believe the mofo yeah. was, was, was Jimmy, G. Jimmy G. Well, that mofo broke his Dude. foot, and so what, and he's going to try to come back to it. No, he's not with the 49ers. Cause no, gotta, not, not Jimmy G. I'm talking about he's going out there to get them. Exactly. And yeah. think about this. And I said it before. The, the, the 49ers, they are a 10, but 
right? They're, they're, they're at 10. If you look at the defense, the offensive line, skill positions, except for the quarterback. And they're bringing back Sonny Jurgensen to go over there and play because he's that exactly. old. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I think Tom Brady's already got his mindset on San Fran. He wants to go back to the West Coast. We already knew that. That's the spot for him. Well, there was a conversation that Get was being done. had uh, in the tunnel yesterday Get it done. with Aaron Judge. They were talking about going to California. Get her done. Yeah. Hey, Shannon, go ahead. Do it this year with Purdy, and then do it next year with Brady. It'll be your first good quarterback you've ever coached in your life. It'll well, awesome. I don't know if he'll be able to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a reclamation project. Exactly. What are you going to do? He what don't know. Do? Oh, my gosh. What I am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we come back. We got the all-flex finalists coming up. Uh, my man Hard is going to break down the wide receivers wide for outs. you. Coming back right here on Ball Don't Lie, 149 The Horn. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday. We play jams that reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. Um, and uh, now it's time for our flex segment. It is an all flex day here on 1049 The Horn, revealing the uh, all flex team finalists. Uh, we've gone through quarterback, running back, O line, D line, linebackers, kickers, punters, and uh, I believe uh, ho- uh, long snappers as well. And now we are getting ready for wide receivers, my man, Hardball Hard. That's right. That's right. As somebody that played the quarterback position, I Mm -hmm. always try to find my wide receiver. And it's not always the ones that you're thinking about, the big names, the the guys that everybody's been talking about. There's some guys that are diamonds in the rough. And that is what we've put this job and the task that we were – Put it to be able to do right now. So we want to go through this list, and I'm going to give it to you right now. Mm-hmm. Out of Bastrop, we've got Julius Baynard, wide receiver. He had over 1,000 yards receiving, and he also had 10 touchdowns. Bastrop's Ooh. season was not as good as most would have thought, but it definitely was not because of him. He went nice. out there and balled out. And I'm doing this in alphabetical order, so just so everybody understands. One of the wide receivers that's having a big run right now in the playoffs is Miles Coleman. Miles Coleman, 72 mm-hmm. receptions, 1,400 yards, 17.7 yards per reception, big play. and 13 TDs. That, he That's why I like pay dirt. my wide out. That's what I'm That's saying. Right. He likes I'm, pay dirt. I'm all, I'm all about yeah. the touchdowns, man. Give me the money. Got to get me in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's why they say chicks love the long ball. They also love TDs. Yes, they do. Speaking of somebody that can get into the end zone, Georgetown's wide receiver, Drayton Dickman. Number, uh, he has 79 receptions, 1,299 yards, 13. Touchdowns, sixteen hundred and seventeen yards, all purpose. Wow! And he helped lead Georgetown into the playoffs as well. Mm. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Weiss wide receiver Micah Gifford, mm-hmm. over nine hundred yards, twenty point oh. five yards per no, reception. He's a hell of a player, man. And if he played, if he played safety for them, 
he 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 would have been one of their best safeties. He would have been on your part. No, of the, no, yeah, if he, he would have been, been on, Yeah, I watched him play some snaps at safety. Play both ways. That's right. They'd play him against like marquee opponents. Legit. Yeah. I think he could play safety on next level. D no joke. One athlete. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, another player that <clears throat> everybody knows around this area. He's from Westlake. Jaden Greathouse. He had 882 yards receiving, 18 uh, yards per reception. And he also had 10 touchdowns. Not only do they use him at wide receiver, they line him up in the Wildcat. He returns punt. He is uh, one of their big play receivers. And he's dealing with an injury right now. So he should. They're trying to figure out if he's going to be back this week. But Jaden Greathouse headed to Notre Dame as of right now. Yeah. And I'll say this. As of right now. Yeah. As of right now, (laughs) I'm with you. I think we should keep our ears open and eyes open for that one. Um, But what I love about him is, man, he is thick. Yes, he is. He is just broad chest. Yeah. He's built thick. And I almost wonder, like, Going to the next level when he gets into it, and trust me, Westlake has one of the best weight and conditioning, strength and conditioning programs probably in high school football in the country. But get to the next level, I mean, how much weight does he put on? How big right. does he get? Right. And I think that's why there are some people that believe he could be an outlier and a unicorn at the next level where you put him in H back, you can line him up at tight end, you can line him up as a flex, you can put him out wide. Yeah. Could be one of them type of freaks. Yeah, definitely one of those types yeah. of freaks because exactly. he can stretch it out. Yeah. That's right. He can stretch He's it physical, out. He's physical, man. And, and I want to make sure I get his name right. Is it Kyle Coke or Kyle Cook, the wide receiver from Dripping Springs? Anyway, um, whatever you want to call him, call I, him pay dirt because I, he got into the I, end zone too. Okay. I'll get it from Derek and him. No disrespect. And if you know how to say it, please hit us up. How's it spelled? K-O-C-H. I'll go Coke. That's what I thought. Yeah. Kyle Coke, six, uh, 67 receptions, over 1,000 yards receiving, uh, 16.2 yards per reception and 12 TDs. He was someone that you and I were talking about mm. during 7-on-7 seven seven when we went out to watch, and he weren't allowed. He wasn't able to play because he had an accident before mm. the season, and when he came back, that was somebody hey. that Austin Navasov always tried to go. find. Uh, speaking of Westlake, Keaton Kubeka, big play wide receiver, big-time wide receiver, averaging 15.1 yard, yards for reception, 46 receptions, uh, nine touchdowns Mm -hmm. obviously when you're playing with a guy like Jaden Greathouse and you have Jack Kaiser in the backfield it's kind of hard to be the superstar on that team because everybody on that team seems to be stars they've won what how many games were 53 yeah 53 that they got a lot of weapons. They in there. They <laughs> yeah. in there. There's a reason. They got a lot of weapons out there, right? No doubt. That's but I, right. I like him, though. I think Kansas might have found uh, a diamond, kind in of the rough. diamond in the rough. I, I agree do. with that. Yeah, because they got on them early, too. And now their program is on the ascent. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And I want to add in Sam Self from Lake Travis. This is a kid that has played wide receiver, and it is, oh, it's, it's pronounced Cook. Oh, Kyle is it Cook. really? Oh, okay. I like that. I apologize. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very um, much. So we're sitting here, Sam Self, wide receiver, young kid, came up, had to play multiple positions, but when he did get on the field, they made sure that they got him the ball. Seven TDs, 10.7 yards per reception, making big plays. And last but not least, uh, a guy that has been on our list from the very beginning, and he did not disappoint. He's also one of those kids that has played, uh, that plays baseball, and he's committed to the University of Texas to play baseball. It was Ed Small from Anderson High School. 60 receptions, over 1,164 yards, 19.4 yards per reception, and of course, he had 15 
touchdown. Isn't he just a sophomore? sophomore? Yeah, man. Yeah, big play yeah. wide receiver who's a big part of their success that they had this year. I know that there's a lot of kids that are probably worthy of this position, but let's just tell you this. When you live in this area and there's everybody throws the ball nowadays, everybody's going to have mm-hmm. some numbers. And for those that aren't on here, doesn't mean that you won't ever be on here. It's just this is what we came up with for our initial all flex finalist group. Yeah, um, no, it's a great, it's a, it's a really nice group. I'm sure that you had some other guys you probably wanted to yep. put on there. That yep. um, we had heated debates, very heated debates about, about these kids, uh, these finalists, and uh, that was a really impressive group. It really does show you how much depth and talent there is in the Central Texas area. So go to hornfm.com uh, or go to flxatx.com and you can uh, check out all of the other Flex finalists, all Flex finalists that have been revealed up to this point. All positions except for the DBs, uh, last but never least, of course, yep. the DBs. We'll do that and review the wide receivers Coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock, we also have return specialists that we're going to reveal uh, right. as well. The return specialists, the finalists uh, for our all-flex team. All right, so go to flxatx.com or go to hornfm.com uh, or go to flxatx on all of your social media platforms as well. And you can go see the rest of the finalists. All right, we come back. We'll get into some Cowboys discussion. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. visiting the Cowboys. So did B. John Robinson. Mm-hmm. Not sure what that was all about. And maybe that is uh, foreshadowing uh, the uh, the future uh, for the uh, the Longhorn legend yeah. Bijan Robinson. We'll get into that on the other side, right here on.